legs are jello right now. You have all these other people around you. And to me, it's what pushes me. If they're not stopping, why am I stopping? Hi, this is Captain Adam Morton with the Canadian Army Podcast. For those of you who are interested to know what the first 16 months or so of joining the Army, being recruited, and going through all the training are like, this is what we're going to be talking about today. For those of you who are already in the Army, strap on your helmets. We're going to hear some basic war stories. Joining me from Halifax is Private Adam Brazelot from the Princess Louise Fusiliers. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your career up to this point. So my career is very short at this point. It's been uh, about a year and four months, so nothing crazy. I joined when I was 30. I'm now 31, obviously. Did my BMQ, DP1. So for people who don't know, it's just a basic military qualifications. And DP1 is basically a trades qualification course. So for me, it's an infantry, so an infantry course. I mean, it's been exciting up to this point. So here I am now. Uh, I'm on course right now on a basic assault pioneers course, which is very exciting, I think so. So we can't really talk about how you got here unless we talk about what got you here. So what what led you to join the Army? That's, uh, that's a good question. My, my, my parents ask me that all the time as well. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pretty uh, standard answer as to why I joined the Army. When you're a little kid, you watch all these military movies and you think, like, that's such a cool thing, right? So I had the ability to to try and join when I was younger. And I tried, obviously. You know, that didn't work out. So at 30 years old, I figured I'm going to join the uh, the reserves. And I joined because, you know, the brotherhood and sisterhood of the Army is, is a big thing. You know, it's a family thing. And that's something I always wanted. Moving out here to Nova Scotia, which is where my regiment is, it's uh, the Princess Louise Fusiliers. Moving out here f- from Ontario, you know, I didn't have any family, so... I figured this is the way of having a family, you know, like, so I have great people around me all the time, like great troops. So there's a bunch of girls and boys who I can call at any point and just, you know, I mean, that's, that's why I joined for the big reason was the camaraderie and uh, the family. And so you selected infantry as a trade. What uh, led you to choose the infantry out of all trades? Honestly, uh, so I work construction for a living. I'm very hands-on. I had a lot of people try and get me to join the combat engineers since it is somewhat close to construction. But the infantry to me, I think that's, you have the biggest amount of camaraderie in the infantry. The thought of being first in battle and really putting yourself out there for Canadians. I mean, that's something that, you know, really intrigues me. I've also seen in the past, there's a lot of young folks in the infantry and I think being a little bit older, I can bring something else where, you know, maybe help with maturity in that sense. And I mean, obviously, if they have more years in than me, they're going to have more knowledge than me. And I can respect, you know, age has no matter when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, I feel like being the maturity that I am at this point, it, it could bring something different to uh, my regiment and the infantry on its own. So ironically you're talking about you know that experience of maybe going into uh the engineers and then you're like oh, i want to do something a little bit different than construction and now here you are on the assault pioneer course and for maybe you know those that don't know what that is it's kind of that like sweet blend between infantry tasks and uh also engineering tasks it's kind of like you know when you get extra medical training but you're not a medic <laughs> so the equivalent of that but for engineers so how did you find yourself in that particular role? 
So it's interesting. It's been something that my unit's been trying to do for a couple of years now. Uh, obviously, we've had setbacks here and there. So I was actually on my DP1 course, so which is the uh, infantry qualification course, which makes me a fully trained uh, infantry. And I was looking through my emails the one night, you know, we could finally go to sleep after training. And I was in my room looking at my phone and uh, the chief actually sent out an email asking who wants to be part of the course. And it was Pioneer course and had a couple of friends that were saying, you know, I'm really interested in it. And I was like, you know, yeah, why not? I'll join it. I put my name in. Luckily enough, they picked it. And I mean, I'm excited about it. It is very close to construction. We've learned a lot about tools and stuff and things that I'm very familiar with. So it wasn't like, I would say there was some, some parts of the training that were a little easier to me just because I have that history of using tools and building stuff so that the knowledge was there. Yeah. I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's ironic, right? You know, combat engineers to now being pioneers. So, I mean, I'm not regretting it at all. So I'm happy about it. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you found the challenges were, especially in the infantry course. Like, what, what did you find yourself having to overcome to get through that? So I think just military on its own, I'm used to running my own business or leading a crew of guys. So to now be at the bottom of the totem pole, you know, it was a huge difference for me. So that's something I had to overcome and adapt to, um, as well as there's a lot of knowledge that you have to you know contain there's a lot of we call it death by powerpoints they put a lot of powerpoints up and you really gotta like stay up and listen to this stuff and you know it's hard at the time but at the end of the day it's something you really need to remember and there's a lot of little tricks that they teach you and i mean even rank structures i mean when you're not in the military you got to start remembering all these little things big crown to small crown to who do you salute you know like it's a big thing, right? So it, it was. it's definitely a challenge, and I would say it's still a challenge. I still have a lot to learn when it comes to military. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I've been around for quite some time, and I still, I'm still learning stuff too, so I think that's part of the process. That, that definitely makes you feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell us a story of uh, maybe your experiences, something that stood out for you as part of your training. Oh, man, there's a ton of experiences that I've that I'm never going to forget, so... I mean, you know, you join the Army and you think, I'm in shape, right? And then you get this warrant officer who just takes you on this huge ruck march and you're just sweating and you're like, this is ridiculous. Like, why are we doing this? That's more than once that that's happened. So the big thing is, I guess, the physical endurance that they put us through all the time, you know. I thought I was in good shape at 30 years old, but the one warrant officer that took me out, he's a brick house. I don't know how he does it. He's older than me. He was not even breaking a sweat. He's telling us to hold our rifles above our head and march. And I was like, dude, like you're insane. Like those are stories. I'm always going to remember that. The other thing is it pushes me a little, right? Because my excuse was always, oh, I'm a bit older than, you know, these other recruits that are there, you know. But when you see a warrant officer who's maybe twice, maybe even just a year older or your age and he's physically fit like that I'm thinking to myself I can't use that as an excuse anymore right so so it really pushes me to do that but uh yeah that's one thing I'll never forget is just uh how in shape some of these girls and guys are like it's crazy it's funny you mentioned ruck marching too because I would say that's definitely one of the more challenging physical aspects of the army that you don't really see elsewhere. Like maybe portaging or camping, you, you might be carrying a heavy load, but for the most part, the average person isn't used to hauling 100 pounds of gear. In fact, we, we did a whole podcast about it a little while back and we talked about it a bit and it's just one of those things where 
that's a skill that you just build from scratch too. Absolutely. Well, the thing is like I've done portages like you're saying, right? But you do a portage and you can stop. <laughs> yeah. You have the ability to stop. These guys don't let you stop. It's no, no, let's go. We have another 3K to go. And you're like, my legs are jello right now. Like my, but I mean, it's like I said, you have all these other people around you and they just, to me, it's what pushes me, right? If they're not stopping, why am I stopping? So that's another big thing with the military is everyone's pushing each other to make themselves better. So, you know, listen, probably people who aren't in the military who are listening to, you know, somebody who's relatively new in the military, they're thinking guns. That's what infantry is all about, really. How did you feel about firing a machine gun for the first time? For me, I was kind of intimidated by the weapons. You know, I've never shot weapons before. Like I, I said, I, I do construction, so I'm used to nail guns and stuff like that. But man, like a, a machine gun or just even an assault rifle is such a different thing. With the training the staff gave me, I mean, I wasn't really too concerned when I shot it. You know, I, I knew all my safety precautions. I knew how to how to handle the rifle. So it was really different. You know, from day one, as soon as they give you that rifle, you're kind of worried. At least I was, right? Like, and, and I know, you know, keep my finger off the trigger. You know, that's one thing I always knew. But it's, you know, it's still intimidating. You didn't have a bolt in the weapon, which is what fires the actual round, you know, like, so it was safe, but they teach you everything that you need to know in order so that when you actually do shoot a live round, you don't even think about it. You, you just, what do you call it? Muscle memory. You know, you just, you're kind of going through your things and they're there behind you. So it's, it's very safe. And honestly, I would, it like, I mean, that was super fun. And if they have live rounds for me to shoot hell man, I'll shoot him. Like, I'm not going to say no because I'm not intimidated by it anymore. But it was absolutely fun. And this is why the BMG course, it's a basic machine gun course that I'm going to be on. Like, I'm looking forward to it because it's a different type of shooting. You're shooting it on a tripod now as opposed to just, you know, laying down and prone or, you know, so it's it's all these different ways of shooting rifles in a safe manner that is, you know, it's really fun. So after doing all this training, you know, like, yeah, it's an interesting experience to maybe if you're an expert in your field, like construction or whatever, and then you find yourself, you know, the new guy in a different field. What do you know now that you didn't know before? Oh, I mean, there's a ton that I didn't know before. My attention span is a lot better than it was before. I can tell you that. And I, didn't have, I don't have a choice about that. You have to pay attention 24-7, especially like basic pioneer you're playing. Uh, let me really rephrase that. You're not playing, you're utilizing explosives. That's kind of a scary thing. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not like you, you make a mistake and you're fine. You make a mistake and you could be, you could be hurt. Right. So really paying attention to small little details and listening to the core staff, you know, whether they be younger or older, it doesn't matter. Right. You just, they have the knowledge. It's just listening to them and putting what they tell you to use and doing it in a safe manner. So, yeah, the military has definitely shown me that I, I had to be a little more patient than I'm used to being. Like we were talking about, I'm used to running my own crews and not running my own crew now and being kind of like a laborer, I guess. It's a different perspective for me, you know, and it shows me in my civilian life how I should also treat laborers and how I should also treat other people, right? Like it's, you can always learn something from everything. So it's great in that aspect. And what do you hope to see moving forward after, uh, you know, you're almost wrapping up this assault pioneer training. So that's your basic stuff, plus uh, maybe a little bit more of an advanced course under your belt. Uh, what do you hope to see moving forward? The biggest thing with the military is you, you start a course and they make, they make you do an autobiography. 
And what I always say on my autobiographies is like, I want any type of training that you want me to have. I would take any training because I feel that one, knowledge is power. And if there's any time that I would need a skill, you know, I feel like the more training I have, the more capabilities I'd be like, I have that training. Like, oh my God, I can get us out of that situation. I don't think I want to stop with courses. I would like to just kind of load myself with courses. Um, whether it be career advancement courses for promotions or just basic knowledge. I mean, it's just, it's the military. So I think you have to kind of have the mentality of getting as much knowledge as possible. So to the people that are listening who are interested in, you know, joining the army, what would you say to them? I mean, yeah, to anyone who's listening, join the army. It's, it's awesome. It's a great family. You'd be surprised, like sometimes getting yelled at, it sucks, you know, but you got to embrace the suck because your brothers and sisters are there and they're, they're there to help you. So just, just embrace it. Embrace the suck. That's a pretty infantry thing to end on. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to tell us about your experiences and provide uh, advice to all the aspiring soldiers out there. Thanks for coming on the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. That was Private Adam Brazlot from the Princess Louise Fusiliers in Halifax. If you want to hear a little bit more about what it's like to be new in the Army, we also have another podcast where I interview a junior officer, 2nd Lieutenant Michelle Evans, about her experiences being new in the Army. It's uh, Season 1, Episode 13. Thanks for listening. Orton out. Orton out.